Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Matthew Sink. And we're gathered around this table today because we love sharing life with you. You know, every week we bring friends and sometimes family to the table and we ask questions like, how is God moving in your life? And and what do you want to talk about that really matters to you? And Matt, we've been talking among the group about how we know when God is calling us to do something. How do you think we can really listen to his voice? You know, it's, it's funny because when you read in the Bible, God speaks in so many different ways. I mean, there, there are stories where people hear God's voice audibly mm-hmm. or where God, you know, puts a, a sign that's so unmistakable people can't miss it. But for most of us, it seems like God is, he, he speaks a lot more subtly than that. You know, it's, it's different trying to hear his voice than for a lot of the folks in the Bible. Absolutely. But, you know, I think that, Uh, We really can hear his voice if we get still enough to do it. And I think we're in such a a fast-moving, fast-paced life these days. And and you and I both said it. When we first sat down at the table today, we said, wow, life has been really busy. Right. And I think that's where where we get sometimes. We just don't stop long enough to let God whisper. Because it's clear in the Bible that it says... His voice comes as a whisper. I heard a, a pastor say one time that the way it works is there's it's like there's two competing radio towers and there's there's all of the stuff in life that just blares across the airwaves in loud, loud tones. And then there's the voice of God. And you almost just have to stop and, and strain to, to be able to hear it. I think God makes it like that so that we will learn to stop and, and listen. You know what it makes me remember? I don't know if you remember back in the day when television sets were so snowy all the time, you could barely get a good reception. And I remember my whole family sitting around in the living room and my dad would say, squint and you can see better. You can see the screen a little bit better if everybody squints. So our whole family sitting in front of this little tiny black and white TV, snow on it. But it was true. If you just sat there and you squinted a little bit and you strain just a little bit more... You could see the picture better. And sometimes I think that that's a good analogy when we go, you know, I have to be intentional about listening to God's voice. Right. I I actually remember having my younger brother hold one of the rabbit ears with one hand and a piece of tinfoil (laughs) in the other. (laughs) So uh, I'm not sure why that's an analogy for what we're talking about, but it it sure is a fun memory. (laughs) It is a fun memory. Okay, so we're talking about listening to God's voice, and we have some friends that have shared some of their stories with us about how when God spoke to them, they really knew it. They knew that he was calling them to step out of their comfort zone. And sometimes we think that the stories in the Old uh, Bible, the Old Testament or the New Testament, the stories in the Bible are so far removed from us that they really don't pertain. But Matt, that's not the case. It's not the case at all. The stories we read about in the in Scripture are our stories, too, if, if we stop, like you were saying a second ago, and, and listen. 
because the same God who spoke to David and who spoke to Samuel and who who spoke to Paul, that same God is still on the throne and and he still calls people to to be part of his story. So for sure, we have a connection with those folks. And we've we at our church have been reading stories lately from folks inside of our congregation who have heard God's call and responded to it and they are just so inspiring. Mm, absolutely. Well, one of them is somebody that you may remember. Ramona Davis was my co-host for years on Encouragement Cafe. And kind of the story of Hannah uh, from 1 Samuel, uh, the, the one verse in Samuel that says, And she made a vow saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only look on your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. Hannah really believed that God was going to answer her prayer. And I remember Ramona feeling the tug of God on her heart, and she prayed earnestly about, Lord, I know that you're calling me. And her call was into the deaf ministry. Her parents were deaf, and she just, uh, they had passed away years ago. And she had been, uh, she had had a renewal of being with and and finding uh, deaf people and all of a sudden god started calling her to minister to them the the amazing part of ramona's story to me was when ramona came to the conclusion that god had been calling her to this life and preparing her for it for her whole life you know yes. she, she grew up in a house with deaf parents she learned to sign before she could speak and so those things that seemed like hardships, maybe at one point in her life, later on she could look back and say, look how God has prepared me for this new chapter in life. So what seemed like a sudden calling of God was something that he had been preparing her for all along. And then one day she looked up and the door was open. And that's the way God works. When he calls us, he has already prepared our path before we ever took the first step. Well, today, Matt, you and I are talking about God's call on our life and how we know when he's really calling us to do something and, and how we can know that, it's, that we're getting confirmations. And sometimes the door, when we're walking, uh, seems like it's slamming. And I know that that happened with a little girl that we both know, Olivia Nye. Olivia is a girl in our church who is in middle school. She's in seventh grade. And the story that she told to our congregation was, was just so simple and yet so powerful. She, mm -hmm. she was watching on TV. She saw the victims of Superstorm Sandy in New York and told her parents, I wish I could do something to help them. And out of that simple statement, you know, she, she took a step and took another step and took another step. And before you know it, she had started a toy drive and ended up with a, a truck that they rented and drove her family drove to New York to distribute Christmas presents for, for families. And, and what I love about Olivia's story is that at every turn, she found people saying, you're too young. Or, you know, and how many times when we feel called by God to do something we get uh, naysayers that say, what are you doing? I remember you. You you don't know how to do that. Or, And we forget that God provides a way when he calls us to do something. 
one of the the marks I think of a calling from God is that God opens doors, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean every door is open. I mean, door, doors close, but God opens doors in front of us. And and what Olivia told us is that every time a door closed, suddenly something else would open, and she would realize, wait a minute, I have an opportunity that I never even thought I, I could have. Absolutely. And, you know, she had called different organizations and said, I want to do something. And they said, now, how old are you? And when they found out how young she was, they said, oh, I'm sorry, honey, there's an age limit. And, you know, if you aren't careful, you can squelch a young person's ambition and and desire to follow God when uh, when you hear those things like you're too young. But I I admire her parents for saying, "Okay, if this is something you feel passionate about, then keep walking. One of the the things that I've been thinking a lot about lately is that behind every story is another story. That mm. that everyone who who achieves something, everyone who goes and does something, always has somebody else who's invested in their life. And so here's a little girl who has a great story about serving God. Well, her parents have a story too. They had an opportunity to support their daughter, or they could have done what almost all of us who are parents are tempted to do sometimes, which is say, that seems a little complicated. Maybe we could just send a, you know, send a card or maybe there's an easier way. But, but her parents have a calling too. And their calling is to be parents for this little girl. And, right. so, and so in them investing in what God's given them, they open a door for their daughter to, to take a big step that she'll never forget. Absolutely. And I, I, you're so right. I mean, think about the sacrifice that the parents had to decide between them. Okay, she obviously feels strongly about this. Can you imagine the conversation that went on behind doors when Olivia came to them and told them this? They were probably going, okay, but what about the logistics? And who's got time to do that? And where are we going to get the toys that are coming? And how in the world can we organize it? And who's going to take them there? Right. I mean, as a mom and a grandma, I would definitely be on the side of saying, let's buy a gift card and send it to somebody. Maybe we could just make somebody. a donation to the, the whatever. I mean, maybe, right. could, couldn't we just make a donation? Wouldn't that be enough? And yet here, here they, their step enables her to make a step. And what an impactful step. This little girl heard the call of God when she watched this on TV. She saw the devastation and she said that it really moved her. And I think that's the way God works. When he calls you to do something, he moves your heart with compassion. So you understand and you feel something so much deeper and you can't ignore it, Matt. You can't ignore it when you know it's God. We said a second ago that one of the marks that God is working is that God opens doors. Here's another mark that God is at work is that God not only burdens your heart, but God gives you peace when you take a step that, you know, a lot of times when you're trying to decide between one road and another, one of those things may look more exciting, but you have no peace. But in God comes this feeling of of rightness, this feeling of peace that that he puts on you. And and here's a, a girl who who just knew I have to do something, and in that is is peace. So for all of the difficulty of, of what they did, it would have been a lot worse. I mean, the, the bigger difficulty would be living with knowing 
I missed my opportunity. I didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't do it. Well, maybe you're feeling that today. Maybe you you said, you know, I know that God has knocked on my heart and told me to do something. Well, we're talking about God's call in our lives, and every single one of us has a calling. And sometimes it's small, and sometimes it's huge. But we have to be tuned in before we're ever going to hear it. So a calling from God. That sounds almost like, you know, we need to open up the Bible and have this major uh, definition, like the whole sky is going to open up and we're going to have some Ten Commandments come down when we say, the calling from God has hit me. It doesn't always work like that. It doesn't always work like that. You, you know, it's funny that, that you say that, though, about the, the Bible open up or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is the story in Genesis of when Abraham left his home and the Bible says that he w- he headed for the place God called him, which mm-hmm. was Canaan. But the way that that verse is written actually actually reads that Abraham left for Canaan because Canaan was where he ended up. In other words, he didn't leave knowing where he was going. He left knowing I'm leaving to follow the Lord and, yeah. and he ended up in Canaan. I mean, don't you think that's how it is a lot of times for people? We we want to know the destination. We we want to know here's where God has called me. This is my purpose in life. This is where I'm headed. But a lot of times God just says, I tell you what, you respond to the light you've seen. You respond to what's in front of you. Go that far and then I'll take you somewhere else. And not just a lot of times, every time, Matt. <laughs> I mean, you look in the Bible. Did anybody get a roadmap saying, okay, you're right. going to start here, Paul, and you're going to end up over here? Or Peter, you're going to start here and end up over Nobody knew the outcome. When God calls you, it is absolutely a matter of obedience right. to just say, okay, I have no idea. I think of that Indiana Jones movie. When he steps out, and I don't know if anybody watches Indiana Jones, but if you step, when he stepped out onto the nothing, and there was really a step there, but he couldn't see it. Do you know how impressed I am that you just referenced Indiana Jones? That that warms my heart, really. (laughs) I loved Indiana Jones. I mean, I think I I could have been an Indiana Jones. I, I love the adventure that went along with that. And really... When we're answering God's call, it is an adventure, it is Matt. An, it is an adventure, but it's a frustrating adventure sometimes. I mean, what what we're talking about right now, just stepping out and taking the next step with God, that can be really frustrating because sometimes there's layovers along the way that, that are mind-numbing. Even in the story we just referenced with Abraham, he's headed to Canaan. He ended up in the town of Haran, and he stayed for years and years and years knowing this isn't where God's called me to be, except it's where he's called me to be right now. I know? know, exactly. Well, even Moses, I mean, led him out of Egypt, you know, and here we are in the desert wandering right. around. And that's the way it works. But I believe that God is always doing a work in us as we go. You know, when we answer the call, it's not because we're going to go rescue somebody in a mission field. It, that's part of it. But it's also he is doing a work in us as we go, as we take steps of obedience. He's kind of wearing off our nubs, right. you know. He's making us more. Um, uh, he makes us look more like his son right. as we go. 
but of course our tendency is to be backseat drivers you know when i when i take my kids around there they always want to tell me where to turn and and how they dad you're going a little fast or you're going a little slow or whatever and i remember i was taking them somewhere by surprise one night mm-hmm. and that i knew they were going to love it i mean i just knew they were going to love it but they didn't know we were going and so the whole way they kept saying wait 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 you missed our turn turn back there turn back there you 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 missed it and they were just driving me crazy and i just wanted to tell them just hang on i'm taking you somewhere better than you know right now and i think we do that with with god a lot of times where we're saying god don't you know where we're supposed to be going mm-hmm. and god's saying just hold on because i'm i'm taking you somewhere better than you could ever understand if you'll just be along for the ride awesome that is a great analogy so did your kids love it when they got wherever uh, you were going uh, of course but uh as a as a bad dad i just about turned that car around <laughs> <laughs> And isn't it great to know that God doesn't do that? It is. No matter how much we stomp our feet and complain and say, wait a minute, this I didn't sign up for this. I wanted to go that way. And I don't know about you, but I sometimes can be a control freak. And I do want to know the plan. I want to know where we're headed, how we're going to get there, you know, who's doing what along the way. And planning is good. God is a detailed God, and he wants us to do are part of planning, but he definitely wants to be in the driver's seat. Well, and, and so often it goes back to what we were saying about Ramona Davis earlier. So often God's been laying groundwork all along that we just haven't seen and preparing us for something that, that we could not even imagine. Mm. And then he's, he just wants us to know if you'll just walk in obedience to me, if you'll, if you'll take the step today and follow me today, then I'm going to get you somewhere that you'll love. Just just stay with me. Hang on. Yeah. So we're talking about God's call on our life. And, you know, it doesn't always look like the sky's opening up and the Ten Commandments and a great Moses moment or a Abraham moment. Sometimes it's just the little subtle calls that he says, will you take the next step? That's all I want you to do is take the next step. But we're going to break that open and try to figure out how we see those steps. How do we recognize them? And what is it we need to do to make sure we're tuned in? Matt and I today are talking about God's call on our life. And sometimes it's really hard. Matt, it's hard to know when it's God's call or is it Luann's call or Matt's call? I mean, how do you know? As a minister, I've, I have a lot of people who come in my office with that question. I mean, they, their question is, we well, you know I, I'm struggling with the decision. I'm just trying to see how I can understand, is it God speaking to me or is this, you know, just something I'm saying to myself or is it my right. friends or, or whatever? And I always tell them, and I didn't invent this. I, I heard a preacher say it a long time ago, and I don't remember which one, <laughs> but um he said there were three litmus tests that, that goes with God's will, and we've actually touched on two of them already. The first is right off the surface, that God never goes against himself. So we always have to check first, is what I'm thinking about right now, is what I see in front of me, is it in keeping with what God teaches in Scripture? So if you can put a check mark in that box, then there's really, there's really two. 
Number one, is there an open door in front of you that you don't have to kick in by yourself? Mm. You, you know, because yeah. sometimes we'll we'll kick the door, we'll knock the window open with our elbow, and then say, "Look, it's open." Yeah, no. look, God, you want to come with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm, exactly. go, I'm going through. You want to bless me while I while I crawl through the broken glass? <laughs> exactly. You'll you'll be with me, right, God? Right, right. So, is there an open door in front of you, one that that you didn't have to force open? And if those two things are true, if there's an opportunity and if it if it's in keeping with what God teaches in scripture, then the third that's a biggie is do you have a sense of peace about it? Because mm. with with God's will comes a sense of peace. And sometimes I've been in situations before where I had an opportunity and, and there it was and it, it wasn't against maybe what, what scripture teaches, but somehow inside of me I was just restless or burdened or mm-hmm. just had a feeling this is dangerous. This isn't right. Well, with God comes peace. Absolutely. Yeah, you feel I, I have been in that situation where I've had to say no to something that was really not bad. It wasn't a bad thing, but it was just something where my where inside I felt a little jumpy. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it. It's like there's an unsettling inside my spirit and I just when I pray about it I don't feel that peace and so I know okay I have to say no to that what's interesting is that that when people have that sense of peace that that I know I'm in God's will then even things that seem crazy and dangerous don't bother them at all you know we, we've been talking about some of the stories people have been telling at our church you know, we heard a story one day of from a missionary couple who's in the Middle East of all places yeah. and, and have a, a little baby in their arms while they're talking. And they are completely relaxed as they talk. Mm-hmm. And I asked them the question, do you ever do you ever feel like, you know, you're this is just a dangerous thing you're doing? And the answer from this this young mother was, What would be dangerous is to be outside of God's will. But as long as we're doing what God wants us to, we feel perfectly safe. And that's convicting and it's powerful that is both convicting and powerful and i understand that feeling of peace but quite honestly matt i haven't always walked in that peace and i haven't always answered the call but there's a fourth thing that we need to be aware of i mean you've said the three that are very important recognizing the call is critical but number four is uh well this where where I always end with people who walk in my office is just reminding them that right now in front of you, there's something that God's called you to do today. Mm-hmm. And so this goes back to what we were saying a little while ago, but where you can't see miles down the road, you can see today. So you we have to respond to the light that we've seen. If you're a parent and you have children, then you have a call from God. God has given you children and now that's your call. God mm-hmm. has called you to do that. If you have a, a job, then your call from God that he's made clear is to be a light in your office or in your community or, or wherever. There's something today that God's called you to do. And he may not yell it from a burning bush. He's shown you in scripture. He's given you an opportunity. And this is this is your calling. Absolutely. Yeah. So you you need to look around your circumstances and say, Lord, I know you're at work. You never rest. You are always at work doing something. So what is the something that you're doing around me that I can jump in and get involved in? Yeah, 
if you can recognize that this is something that God has given you, if you can recognize an opportunity you have, there's so much power in just saying, God, how can I honor you in the circumstances of my life today? Mm -hmm. Very important for us to recognize and follow in obedience when God calls. So today, if you're struggling with that thought and you say, I really don't know how to get there and I'm not sure, we have folks that want to pray with you about that. So come visit us at encouragementcafe.com or on our Facebook page because we have a team of prayer warriors that want to help you find the answer. So may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. Hey, we'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time. 